I'm Lansana, host of Winner Circle Podcast, the podcast that explores the entrepreneur's mindset. Join me as I chat with successful entrepreneurs, share insights, and foster a tight-knit community of business enthusiasts. Tune in monthly for inspiration and strategies to fill your journey. Winner Circle Podcast here live with another great podcast show. Today, we have the honor of hosting The Prophet today. Um, it's, it's, a, it's an honor based out in Brooklyn. Is it Brooklyn, New York? Yes, I'm based out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I live okay, so, yeah. you know, without further ado, my bad for interrupting. I don't want to take your shine away. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us about a little bit about The Prophet. What is it that you do? Okay, so my name is Prophet. I am a 22-year-old creative out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, I live in Queens. I make music. I model. Um, I dance. I creative direct. I'm just an all-around artist. Like any art form except drawing. I can't. That is one thing I can't do. I can't draw to save my life. <laughs> but anything um, art-wise, I dapple in a little bit. Beat production, engineering, photography, videography. And um, I've been... I feel like I've been making art my entire life, but for the last three or four years is when I really buckled down and started my career as an artist. Mm. And I, I I don't think I've heard people say that word right there, career as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, usually people just say I'm an artist, you know, I've yeah. been doing it for quite a while. So let's dive in a little bit into that. Um, how do you differentiate between knowing that this is your career and something that you want to do longevity wise versus something that you just doing for fun or something that you just like to do? Um, I think I, as a person, I am an artist just Mm -hmm. all around Um, from the time, like I get up in the morning, like if I'm just like, for example, if I'm going to the studio, um, if I have a booking, I feel like the entire getting ready process for me Mm -hmm. is art, like doing my hair and, you know, I do like my gems and I'll choose an outfit. Like that's me as a person. And I know, Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like, people will come up to me and they're like, do, I know you're an artist. Mm-hmm. So I know that as a person, I am an artist. But for career-wise, um, I think the what makes my artistry a career is the, fa- is the planning, the process of um, kind of showing who I am to the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, I just released my debut album, I, Congratulations. Thank you. I did that as an artist, as a person, but it was a huge step in my career because I was able to creative direct my own shoots, shoot my own shoots, edit my own videos, um, mm-hmm. kind of spend hours at a time planning with my manager, um, who's also my best friend. And mm-hmm. we really like market, I think marketing, that's that's really the correct term. Marketing myself is really kind of what makes it a career for me so definitely and um as far as like uh being born in brooklyn uh i was just recently there because my cousin lived there i went went to visit him for a little bit it's a it's a ton of like i love new york like the culture is lit everybody be outside but like it's more community based like i think i was out um I don't know which part. I think it was Flatbush or something like that. People were pulling up with their grill, you know, grilling yeah, a little bit. I was telling you, hot outside, <laughs> the Jamaicans, the Guyanese, the Trini, we all come mm. out with our grills. Some people will play music. We right. go to the park. It's it's beautiful. I love, I love Brooklyn. I love my city. Right. So that's what I wanted to ask you about. Like, how would you say where you grew up from had an impact on your creativity or you being an artist? That's a good one. I think, um, well, from young, my mom 
uh, wanted me to be a well-rounded individual. So mm-hmm. she was throwing me into all sorts of things. Um, I remember downtown Brooklyn growing up, I had um, dance class, I had tennis, and I had riding in the park all day Saturday. I would go, but everything was literally like five minutes walking distance from each other. So I would mm-hmm. ride in the park at Fort Greene. Then I'd go to dance class um, at BMS, which is right near BAM, like near the Barclays Center. Mm-hmm. And then after dance class, when we have a break, I go right back to the park, play tennis. So I was very, it's a very tight knit, um, each community in Brooklyn, I feel like, or in New York in general, um, they have like very tight knit communities. So I was able to experience a little bit of everything in the same area. And mm-hmm. I feel like as an artist that helped me um, kind of bridge together all my art forms. Like I know if I'm making music, I'm probably gonna need an album cover. So I'll design it myself. Um, and that's something I can easily do on my phone. And then I can turn this way on my laptop and I can record my song. Then I can turn this way and I can get in the mirror, make up my face and shoot a promo reel or something like that. So everything is very, um connected I Uh think um from young I just always everything that I did was they were close um how do I I, I'm trying to figure out how else to explain it but they're just they're just literally just always close just walking five minutes from Uh dance to tennis to whatever so um, so basically the things that you love doing or um, the resources um, were tangible when it was like you can reach out to it at any moment in time without having to go through like extreme measures in order to, exactly. you know, get it. I okay. Know, I know always that even if it wasn't right there, um, uh-huh. it was always someone that I know or my mom or just um, some outlet where I could, it was accessible. So <laughs> accessible to me, I can say, um, growing up in Brooklyn, going to school, I went to Brooklyn High School of the Arts. I was a dance major. It was mm-hmm. completely like you had every art form right there. So whether I did, whether I had it or not, I could, I know where, I knew where to get it, whatever I needed. So. And I want to talk a little bit about your music. Let's dive into that. Yes. Um, I, just like what you mentioned, you, you, you do a lot, you know, even with starting with the music, <laughs> stuff, which is, which is good. Uh, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. <laughs> not a lot too. And you know, um, so I was wondering, how do you, I guess, like balance all that? Like, how do you keep all of it going? <clears throat> I think I plan. I do. I love planning. If it mm-hmm. were me, I would plan and plan and plan and plan. But one thing I've learned um, or I've just put into practice as of late, um, especially this year, is planning and leaving myself room to flow. Mm-hmm. So that I want to do. I'll list those out. I'll get uh-huh. to see like, what is tangible. Okay. I know I'm going to do a music video, but right now we need to get the music out first. We need to get the studio session and kind of right. break down everything I need to do. Mm-hmm. And once, um, there, because there are things that, you know, like setting a studio time and getting in contact with an engineer, those are very cut and dry things. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, creative directing, a shoot for myself, I have a lot more um, room, like artistic room. Mm-hmm. And, so I kind of like save that as like my treat. Like those are the things that I will do last, but any mm-hmm. logistics I do first. And I I really just like to flow. Like whatever comes, um, whatever calls to me first is mm-hmm. what I get done because as an artist, you have to be able to express yourself freely. And if you're not allowing yourself to flow, there's no way that your creative expression 
will reflect that. Right. that and I have a question about that. So like me personally, whenever I get into my own creative space, mm-hmm. it typically depends on how I feel. Like, yes. for example, if I'm if I feel like uh, collaborating, then I'm just out there like working with a whole bunch of people. But if I feel like I need to zero in on that one singular thing, like, you know, for you, for that instance, I'm in my choir space in my own little creative right. space and I'm getting it done. So as an artist, I know you have to probably network a ton, meet a whole bunch of people, <laughs> right. a lot of A&Rs, a lot of DJs. So how do you micromanage that or how do you go about that? Um, Are you an introvert, extrovert, or how how do you go about networking? I think I'm an extrovert, Mm -hmm. but I think I'm an extrovert by practice. Mm. I I know younger, I was just all, I was just this big, bright burst of energy. I wanted to do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But over time, like, you know, I've, solitude is just necessary especially when you really want to get things done you can't can't, like you can't be in other people's spaces and then you can't also let other people in your space too much so Mm -hmm. I definitely like whatever like I said I figure out what I need to do in my own little flow Mm -hmm. I get a lot um maybe at least four or five um inquiries a month wanting to perform and I know that performances are like top thank you i know performances are like a number one networking like um hub so i pick out maybe two or three um if i can do all four or five then i will Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how i network um i you know just strike up conversations with people i try to spend a little bit of time in solitude before i go out so i'm like Mm -hmm. i kind of like recharging Cause I'm about to go out. I'm about to do all this peopling. I'm about to shake hands and hug and dance. So I want to be as energized as I can. I go out. I know kind of in the back of my head, I have a game plan. Like, you know, I know um, I'm looking for a creative director to help me take a little bit off my plate because I want to get X, Y, Z done. I strike up conversations. Even if you're not a creative director, you might be a photographer or a videographer mm-hmm. who knows one. And if we just, click naturally we get into conversation which happens many a times that's a connection right there Mm -hmm. and you know we follow each other we might keep in touch and from there I'm able to kind of like gauge all Mm -hmm. right I met all these people I love all these people already but these are the three or five people that I really want to yeah yeah Um, and then that's that's kind of how I do it. I'll probably invite them to my show or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of do service for service. I love doing service for service with other artists, mm-hmm. um, especially if, you know, like I I haven't been working or they haven't been working. It's a mm-hmm. great way to still get work done without right. the bank. Right. So I have like different ways I would kind of like navigate through that world. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and maybe can you list a couple of some artists or maybe some A&Rs? Uh, so producers that you work with or that you will potentially want to work with in the future. Let's take a quick break. Hey guys, looking for a late night snack and early morning coffee? Well, right now you can shop at Publix Quick Picks on Instacart and get $20 off by using code ultra fast 20 and guess what instacart is offering extended delivery hours you can get free delivery on your first order of ten dollars or more remember guys use code ultra fast 20 to get twenty dollars off and you'll also get free delivery off of ten dollars or more on your very first order instacart groceries delivered right to your door 
So um, definitely there is one artist. She's a very, very, very good friend of mine. She actually just um, wanted me to, we well, we wrote a song together and we're, we'll be performing it, I believe, mm-hmm. in July. Her name is Miss June Soul. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an artist outside of Brooklyn, like myself. Um, we actually want to do an entire, I believe he said either 10 or 14 song collaborative project. So that's I'm a really, lot. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. It's, I'm, I'm really excited. We met uh, maybe like three months ago through a mutual friend. Um, and from there, she invited me to uh, perform at one of her shows. And we went out to dinner before that with this mutual friend. And we just clicked. Like, this girl <laughs> is like my soulmate friend. Aww. So I really want to work with her. Um, producers. Mm, I think, okay, one thing I will say, I have been dabbling in beat production, but I haven't mm. recorded any songs to the beats that I've made. Mm. So if I had to say a producer I would work with, it would be myself first. I okay. want to kind of tap into that. I, I love being a, a well-rounded person, but to be a self-sufficient artist is one of my goals, um, to be able to produce, um, write, mix, master my own track, or maybe an entire album is a goal so i would love to make a few more beats and record some songs to them mm-hmm. i think if i could say one or i can't even do one maybe like three features from some top tier artists i have to get a j cole feature at some point in my career okay hey cole me and j cole on a track would go crazy <laughs> i already know i believe it I, right um definitely so there's one artist, his name is Kamal. He does like indie neo soul. We've Ooh. actually connected before on IG. We haven't, mm-hmm. um, it was like right before the pandemic hit. So we weren't able to, we were planning to do like a T-Link uh, meetup, just get mm-hmm. to get a cafe, really talk as artists. I would love to, um, maybe not just the feature, I would love to do a collaboration, maybe like a mini EP mm-hmm. with him. And um I'll say this is kind of cliche, but Lauren Hill. I have to do a song with Lauren Hill. I love Lauren Hill. So that ain't cliche. That ain't cliche. Lauren Hill, Erica Badu. If I could make music, that would be my top two, too. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, Erica Badu too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would really, I would really love to work with them. Um, it would be a dream. It would be a dream. And you pointed out a lot of good points here, and I and I don't want the audience to miss it. Um, mm-hmm. I want to revert back a little bit. Um, so what you do is you basically make sure that you're good first before you go out there in the atmosphere. Yes. And and I and I think a lot of people don't tap into that. And and, and I felt it's a guilt for that also. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, prior to the things that I used to do, as far as whenever we used to mobile podcast, I didn't quite prepare them as much as I possibly could. So when I went out there, it was given like I was winging it sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 when you're out there dealing with so many personalities, you have to be prepared. You have to be know how to like hone yourself in or know how to move and navigate around those personalities. Otherwise it would just be a waste of time. So I think that's very important that you point that out. And I love the fact that how you pointed out yourself as being your own producer. A lot of people don't tap into that. And I don't know why. I think it's very important for you to know ins and out of your business. That's your you have, entire thing. Exactly. Cause let's say it's your sound, right? It's, it's how you want it to sound. And of course, you know, your fans love it. So, you know, you want to make sure you put out the right things for your fans. So if you don't know how to mix anything, if you don't know how to create beats and you just go on somebody random, then you're wasting your money and time. Exactly. And, effort, and right? then beats now are really expensive. Like people will charge. Oh, I have good friends of mine that 
um, you know, like they kind of put me onto like this beat production business. And mm-hmm. I had a friend that um during the summer, I was in the studio a lot last summer. During the summer, he made like 5K in a day just off of beats. <laughs> My best friend. <laughs> yeah, she told yes. me. I just want to highlight that. Shout out to you, bestie. Yes. He made like 5K in a day off of just beats. And that was outside of him having his own studio that he can run. He can not be home. He can be in the park and he can be making money in the studio and then from beats. I'm like, that is past. And that's not that's a one um, stream of income or two streams of income. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's number one. That's the best way to save money. You get the little, you probably got to pay like maybe $300 for Logic, if that, mm-hmm. and you get all the plugins. And that's $300 set for basically the rest of your career. Right. Other that's than true. instead of, you know, buying like a, they'll charge you um, for, you You can get the entire lease or you can um, kind of, it's kind of like renting out the beat. Uh-huh. And you'll, over in the long run, you'll be wasting more money. All the editing and stuff that they have to do, right? And then <clears throat> studio time involved into it. Yeah, and then engineers charge for every little thing now. I spent like two hundred dollars on one song, and I was like, "Yeah, nah." After that, <laughs> I have to, I have to learn how to do this myself. Mm-hmm. And it's just, um, and it's not only out of need too. I feel like it's the coolest thing ever. If like I'm just, I don't know. I, you know, I when I go into spaces, sometimes I don't even tell people I'm an artist. But then sometimes it strikes up in the conversation, and you know, people want to get to know you. And then I start listening to things that I do, and it's like, damn, like I really like that. Yeah, I really like that. Like I do this thing, Uh and I love to see people's reactions. Um, hearing that, or just hearing that, I inspire people to, even if it's not beat production, just kind of take over their own field. Like you want to dom, you don't want to just know stuff. You want to be certain of everything in your circle, mm-hmm. so that you can move in that circle. Now, when it's time to network, you have a lot more to bring to the table. Right. Or shoot, you building your own table, and now people got to come to you. They got to come to you, right? And it's quality, you know, because it's something that you put in time and effort into perfect that craft. So now when that table is built, people can just sit down and you know it's not some sturdy, uneven this table. It's something that people can actually grow and uh, yes. flourish in. Like, hey, just pull up a chair. Uh-huh. And you, we could all and, sit at the and, table. And everybody eats, you know. And everybody eats, exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about, the, like, how do you navigate being an artist? Uh, like, what inspires you? Like, what keeps you going? Mm, what inspires me to keep going? I think life. Life yeah. just inspires me. Everywhere I look is there's there's inspiration let me let me change that up because i love that answer i gave okay. that answer to something somebody one time when they asked me so what yeah. about life inspires you to be an artist okay what about life inspires me um i think it's the the simple things the small mm. things i actually just wrote a song um i kind of so i just i literally just got into a relationship um like okay they got right, and it's okay. cute. That is so it's, it's hard out here, man. It's hard out here. We got it. Is we got to get props to the happy okay. relationships. And just being able to, um, I'll say, for example, this is someone I've known for maybe like two and a half years at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're really good friends, but in our kind of like transitioning from being like gang and like you really my friend to like this is someone that I see myself with we were able to we saw that we had like this childlike um 
innocence, I guess that when it comes to like relationships, like we want to like skip in the park and play rock, paper, scissors, and we have to make like important decisions and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Those are the things that I write about. Those s small moments, because life is rough. Like mm -hmm. when you have an adult, it is rough out here. Yeah. You have to sometimes you got to go to work. I know work is demanding. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you can't even get a good night's rest because you have a lot of things to do on your mind. Mm -hmm. But yeah. you can make an oasis. You can find peace if it's just for five or six hours on an off day with someone that is also an artist and shares your passion. Those are the things that just keep me going. Like literally, I'm with him and like. I get like all these bars rolling in my head and I'm like, oh my God, let me write this down. Or like, um, I have an idea for a beat and like, we'll just start working on a beat or we just write a song. And it's, I feel like it's the most perfect thing ever. And it's moments like those that just, they just breathe life into me. Like, I don't even have the word. Words okay, are Love Jones. Right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love Jones and I that's, love it. that's really my last name. Jones is Oh, for real? That's dope. That's dope. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, but that that definitely um that and I think um uh family um family mm. that I create like my friends mm. my um, my I call them my soul tribe like they yeah. go and they inspire me every day um you know my best friend and I will will talk to each other sometimes and like we'll joke around and we'll just like start rapping or coming up with bars or fake doing a beat and we'll dance. And I'm like, this is really good. Let me make this a song. And then boom, write an entire song. It doesn't have to be that long. I don't have to drop it, but it's just like just creating art um, because I am an artist as yeah. just a person and as a career, like it's it's the most perfect thing ever. Yeah. Man, that's, that's beautiful, man. It sounds like almost like a movie. That's why I brought up Love Jones. Yeah. By you explaining everything. And I think that's awesome that you have that standpoint, and that mindset when it comes to, you know, artistry, period. And this is just not making music. So I know you said you just dropped an album. Yes. I know we're about to get out of here pretty soon, but I yeah. want you to tell us a little bit about the album. What can we expect? Okay. Don't don't ruin it for us. Cause we still no, I won't. I won't. You know what I'm saying? But like, so what can we expect? What's the vibes and like, what is it giving? Okay. Um. So I'm a neo-soul, Afro-futuristic artist. I'll do okay. a little punchy rap here and there. I can spit, but then I can also sing. So it's a mixture nice. of both. Um, the last track, I wrote a four-page divination about, like, it was like last year, May. It was, um, it's basically like an affirmation to myself. I was going through a rough time in uh, mm. um, that had ended like the year before that, but I was still, I feel like there's stages to a breakup. So I was still going through it. Um, and I just wrote a divination to myself one morning at like 4 a.m. So I, I actually read an excerpt of that um, for the last track. So the the theme of the so it's called Prophet Has Spoken because I'm. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. It's my debut album. Okay. I feel like I speak a lot, but some a lot of times people don't hear me. Mm, they don't hear you and they don't feel you. They don't hear me and they don't feel me exactly. Mm. And I feel like I'm an experience. Like when I perform or when I dance or anything, it's an experience. So mm -hmm. it's not just something to like watch or listen. It's something mm -hmm. you need to like fully immerse yourself in. And soak in, right? Mm -hmm. And I think um, so. My album, it was based on the chakras. So mm. um, I did a lot of shadow work. I was doing a lot of shadow work. Um, when I was coming up with the concept for the album. So the first song is The Root Chakra. It's at your spinal base. Um, it kind of represents your desires, um, your, 
your family really like your this is your structure that's your right. root chakra um your backbone you, mm -hmm. exactly you're literally your backbone it's at your mm -hmm. on your spine um my second track is my throat chakra um obviously at the throat it represents communication it represents um creative expression but mm -hmm. free creative expression um as well the third song is your solar plexus that represents creativity as a whole mm. um I think that song was really important for me. That was the first single I dropped this year because I was in like a slump a little bit. Mm. I, it took me a while to write that song. I would I had so many different inspirations and I would just allow myself the breaks to kind of like just be inspired so I could finish it instead of rushing. Right. And I feel like that was an, kind of like embarking on a new creative journey because sometimes mm -hmm. I'll just sit down and do everything at once, but you right. do need to give yourself that break. Yeah. And the fourth song um, was, oh, the fourth song was your crown chakra. That's right here. Mm -hmm. It represents your spiritual attunement. Um, it represents open or vulnerability versus openness. Mm. You're open, but you don't, that doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're, you're vulnerable. vulnerable. That's right. true. Um, and that's, that was a huge thing for me because I, I am an extrovert, but I feel like being an introvert is, being vulnerable mm -hmm. I you have to go out um into you know places or being an artist you have to network you have to work with other people so kind of tapping into that and mm -hmm. claiming like that power mm -hmm. finding balance within that power i should say and right. then the last song was just um it actually represented balance it represented both um learning from my mistakes but also um applying things that I learned in order to move forward. Man, that's amazing. And um, I wanted you to, you know, let us know where we can get in contact with you. Cause I'm definitely going to take a listen right after this. Okay. Uh, tap into it. Thank you. Um, I love anything Neo soul. I'm a, I'm a sucker for jazz blues and things of that yes. nature. And I love R&B. So um, yes. I'm definitely now I'll definitely enjoy this album. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at FKA. P-R-O-P-H-E-T FKA profit. Mm -hmm. I actually just finished my website today clutch so, perfect timing look perfect at that timing indeed so uh, my website is fkaprofit.onuniverse.com mm -hmm. it's in my instagram bio as well so today is a great day to start your own podcast whether you're looking for a new marketing channel have a message you want to share with the world or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show podcasting is an easy inexpensive and fun way to expand your reach online buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch promote and track your podcast your show can be online and listed in all major podcast directories like apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together. Also, when you sign up for Buzzsprout, you're eligible to get a $20 Amazon gift card. 